Welcome back to the Golf Show. Uh, I am Mike DeDorich. I'm your host each and every week from 7 to 8 a.m. on Saturday. Uh, we are at Hannestown Golf Club out in Greensburg. Um, it's a big year for them, and we're going to talk to uh, head pro uh, Craig Man- Mangans in the next segment. But in this segment, we're going to talk to um, a guy who um, is going to have a busy week this week, like he hasn't had busy weeks every other week since it stopped raining. Uh, Terry Teasdale is the executive director of the West Penn Golf Association and will be um, in control of the reins of the 119th West Penn Amateur this week, starting Monday at Oakmont, and it'll continue Tuesday and Wednesday. And um, Terry, thanks for coming on with me this morning. Always appreciate the chance to chat with you. Good morning, Mike. How are things? Uh, going okay. A little warm. Looks like uh, we're going to be dry and warm for the championship next week. Good. I hope we have some, you know, some nice uh, adult beverages around to help us older people. You know, <laughs> um, you guys have been busy with with the events you've you've been uh, putting on and the, the uh, qualifiers you've been putting on. Um, this will be busy too, but this is kind of a different busy, isn't it? Yeah, we've been really fortunate. We've been able to get everything in with all of the rain. Uh, it has been a challenge, but uh, this one, this is our big one. So this and our open. So we're really looking forward to it. Uh, the golf course, we were over there on Thursday. in fantastic shape. Uh, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a good test of golf. I talked to Devin the other day, and um, um, <laughs> he told me that it's, it's uh, pretty firm and the greens are, are pretty good. So that means trouble for those playing, no doubt. Oh, certainly. No, I mean, yeah, we all know. If Oakmont gets to where it's, where they like it. Uh, it's a really, really good test of golf. It's going to be firm and yeah. fast, it looks like. Uh, hopefully, the you know, again, the rain stays away. Looks like we might get a little tonight. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think all the competitors are really going to enjoy it. They always do. Yeah. Um, and, and, of course, you always have a big field, but – there's a lot more interest anytime you go to Oakmont, right? Oh yeah, that's 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 correct. I mean, this is the this year we got the we received the most number of entries that we ever have uh, at 314. Uh, and then last wow. year when our when our open was at Oakmont, uh, we also received the most entries we had ever received in any event at 315. So we almost got that this year with just amateurs uh, able to 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 register. So. Yeah, it always brings uh, a lot of people out. We had three completely full qualifying rounds, and then we had another one that had about 46 in it. So, you know, with only 30 exempt players, uh, it was competitive to get in. And, you know, it shows you what kind of event this is when you start looking at the people who have won it and how many times they have won it. Mm -hmm. Sean Knapp's won it. What, uh, six times? Eight times? Eight times, I yeah. He's tied for okay. the most ever. Yeah. I mean, that's that's unbelievable. But that tells you about him. That tells you um, about, you know, his quality and his ability to play on these tough courses. But he's shown that on the national stage the last few years, too. Oh, absolutely, yes. I mean, Sean's been on an incredible run, and uh, – you know, certainly we were rooting for him uh, 
at uh, South Bend this week, uh, and we'll see him Monday morning. And, you know, I mean, he wins one more. He's got more than anybody and ever in our championship history for the West Penn Amateur at nine. And he is the defending champ. Yep. Um, and we, we, well, we shouldn't say we're, we're pretty certain, but we're, we're fairly certain, and we're going to have a uh, smoother West Pan Am than we did last year. Well, I hope so, Mike. <laughs> uh, last year was certainly tough, uh, you know, getting that much rain in that short of time and all the trouble that we had, but uh, we didn't expect that to happen last year either. So, yeah, let's, let's, let's hope we don't yeah. have a repeat performance of that. That was, you know, you always see stuff that you didn't see before in golf. You know, there's always something different happening. That was different. Oh, yeah. No, that was the first time I was actually nervous uh, on a golf course because we had people stranded and we couldn't get to. Uh, it was, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't certainly rattled a lot of people. Well, I was fortunate enough to get inside at Fox Chapel in the clubhouse and to stand there and look out those windows and see that river that went down 18 that day. Um, yeah, that was scary. And it was even scary getting home, you know, right. because the roads were closed down there. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you keep an eye on this, obviously, because this is what you do. Um, I'm out here at Hannistown this morning, and, and uh, we're going to talk about this with Craig, Han- Craig Mankins in the next segment. Um, what do you think? Are you su- not surprised, but don't you sit back and shake your head at the stable of quality players that they now have here at Hannistown? Oh, at Hannistown? I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know how. I, I don't. I don't know that there's anybody else who can even come close. Well, no. I mean, yeah, that'd certainly be a good club team if they got everybody. I mean, yeah. You know, Sean's there, Brady's there, Palmer's there. You know, and they got a lot of really good players. And uh, yeah, it's it's, Mark, it's really good, and, and the club's really supportive of it too. Uh, you know, in social media and everything, they certainly follow our competition. USGA qualifying at state events, and uh, yeah, it's 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 really interesting to see. And Mark Getz, who set the yep. course record out here earlier this year, you know they got some players. And Absolutely, I was, I was kidding Craig about that, and I'll probably kid him about it in a couple minutes too. Um, that's that's pretty cool. Um, you don't see that yep. coming, and all of a sudden you look at up and down on the tee sheet, and you say, "Wow, look what we got here." <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, so for the, you know, you, you have this and then in a couple weeks or you have the amateur, then in a couple weeks you have the open mm-hmm. and that doesn't end the season. However, you still have things going on, um, into early October, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Our open starts on 16th, the, the 16th of July, uh, at Valley Brook. And then, yeah, we have competitions all the way up until the beginning of October, uh, where we generally end our season with our senior amateur championship, and we're going to be in Erie this year at the Cockwood Club. So that we we do have a rescheduled event after that, one of our senior series events that we just got rained out earlier this year. We weren't able to schedule uh, until uh, I believe it's the middle of October, like the 14th. Uh, but uh, that'll be, you know, <laughs> the season's over. But you know, once we get to August, it gets a little, you know, we don't have as many tournaments going on per week. Yeah gives you a chance to breathe a little bit 
Oh, yeah. Start course rating at that point. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, since you have nothing else to do. Um, <laughs> when you look at the crop of amateurs that we have, and I'm talking specifically about the junior amateurs, um, West Penn Golf Association is in pretty good shape, isn't it? It certainly looks that way. I mean, you know, even with our our, our, our class of juniors that's right now uh, is as strong as we've ever had uh, that I can remember. Uh, you know, we can see that in the fact that, you know, we won the Williamson Cup for the first time in 54 years in 2017, and then we successfully defended that last year, and we're looking for a three-peat this year when we go to Syracuse, uh, no, Rochester, uh, in, in August, early August. Um, and you think about those guys who are, you know, they're just about, most of them are just about to go to college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they you got some nice, you know, they're going to some nice places. Uh, Penn State, uh, I know Neil Shipley's going to James Madison. I just talked to him the other day. Um, we have some players. And I'm, it's amazing because, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, I, I kind of thought that we didn't have a lot of young players, lo- young good players, but I don't think that's the case now. Oh, certainly not. I mean, I mean, our, you, you see in any of the events, you know, our, our amateur, even our open, uh, uh, you know, the state amateur. I mean, uh, our spring stroke play. There's, you know, some of our juniors are always up there uh, near the top of the leaderboard, and uh, you know, hopefully we can continue that and continue to have good players come into uh, our competitions and all competitions going forward into the future. It's only going to benefit the game. Is there, is, is there the um, um, continuation of, of young players that you see? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Coming up behind, you know, this class, yeah. uh, you know, we're very solid there as well. I mean, we last year in our boys championship, which is 15 and under, you know, the winner shot 66 uh, at Lindenwood. So, yeah, it, it looks very encouraging going forward. This might be a good time for me to mention that I hate kids who shoot 66. <laughs> Just kidding, but I'm, I'm envious. Um, and, you know, you're right. That's really cool that we have the, the amount of those guys that can do that. Um, and, and hopefully they're going to get better and better and um, – it's all good for the West Penn, that's for sure. Absolutely. It always makes our championships, our big ones, any, anyway, like, you know, that everybody can uh, participate in. It always just makes them a little more exciting. And one of the, you know, most have always said this, one of the most interesting things about junior golf is every year there's a player that shows up that we know nothing about who, can, who has <laughs> suddenly figured it out and can flat out play. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just continue to see their game grow. It just it happens yep. on a regular basis. And it's really, really great to see. Yep, and that that tells you that the game is strong. You know, even at the uh, at the youngest levels, you know there are kids out there all the time, dragging their bags around and playing, and and um, that's no doubt that that's the key to the future of, of what we do, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we, well, we Terry, wouldn't be able to exist long term without it. No, we wouldn't. Um, I appreciate you coming on. I, I know you're away for the weekend, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend. And um, I will see you Monday morning at some point. 
See you Monday, Mike. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, Terry. That's uh, Terry Teasdale, the executive director of the West Penn Golf Association. He has um, jumped in there into that task, in that role, uh, once uh, Jeff Rivard um, retired. And he's doing a good job. Things are, you you never want to say they're flourishing, but uh, things are going well with the West Penn Golf Association. And that's cool for everybody. All right, when we come back, it's time to... Talk a little bit about that senior open that, that I've, I've uh, alluded to. Uh, Brian Cooper, who is a um, native of McKeesport, is going to join me. And uh, we're going to talk about how things went the first two days and what he might see uh, happening over the next two days. So we'll do that after this break. You're listening to The Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. <laughs> 